And that lets you save the look here. True form life. Green look on Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome back to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. As you've heard, I am your host, Drew Tadia. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of our True Form Life community. Today, I have a pleasure for you coming up. We have Thor Conklin, who is a profitability consultant. He's an entrepreneur on his own. He's actually going to talk about how his biggest failure was probably his biggest success now as he turned that into a positive. He's going to talk about why goals, (laughs) smart goals don't actually work, which I agree with 100%. What if you add a zero to your margins of where you think you should be financially? I love that mindset. We're going to talk about how you can raise your mindset, open up your eyes, open up the horizons of what you believe in and what you can take to the next level. And this isn't directed towards finance, although we talk about business throughout the show. We're going to talk about how you can reach your health and wellness goals, how that 10% that we look to achieve isn't exactly where we want to be. And I've mentioned 10 times, which sets you in a whole different frame of mind. Thor is going to be talking about how we need to decide what we want, understanding why, And then the things that we need to avoid to be successful with the goals that we set and achieve for ourselves. So much. This was like a whirlwind or a mad fury of information. I love this pace. I love this interview. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. You heard all about Thor in the introduction. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Thor. Hey, thank you very much for having me on, man. It's our pleasure. Super excited to jump into this. All about productivity, peak performance. I love this kind of stuff. I read about these kind of things every morning to get myself set up for the day. Thor, tell me about your background and how you got into what you're doing. Yeah, you know, how I got into it was through massive pain, actually. You know, I've been an entrepreneur since 1999, and I was very fortunate to the first business that I got into was very successful. It was it was fully booked day one, basically. A client took all of my time, set me up in business. Uh, I had a successful exit from that, and everything worked great. And then I got to a point where I actually bought a business. Um, I was dealing with a clientele that I did not speak their first language. I was manufacturing overseas. I didn't understand how to manufacture overseas. So I got into something because I thought I was bulletproof, right? We get to that point where it's like anything, we can we can do anything. Just bring it on. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I made some mistakes. And, and through those mistakes, uh, I learned that, one, I was not bulletproof. I had more to learn but that there was a system to creating consistent results, whether it's fitness, whether it's business, whether it's relationship, doesn't matter. There's a formula that you can follow to to create consistent results. And I had been looking for that. So it was really out of pain. It was a a business failure that actually brought me into profitability consulting. Who is the first self-help kind of person that you bumped into? Yeah, well, I didn't bump into him, but uh, (laughs) it was actually, yeah, I was... 15 or 16, it was Charles Givens. 
Um, none of his stuff, as far as I know, is online. Uh, he had some books. Um, but yeah, he was one of the first ones. It was, you know, uh, if you don't have a plan, you're, you're planning to fail. Uh, it was, you know, it's just, it was so, it's so interesting to hear some of the folks nowadays, you know, are there really any new ideas? It's kind of a takeoff of everybody else's. Um, I do a lot of work with Tony Robbins. Uh, I'm not quite sure if that was in my, my bio or, or not. Uh, I'm a senior leader for him, so I've traveled around the world and worked for, with Tony for the last 14 years. So, uh, and, and he got a lot of his stuff from Jim Rohn. So, uh, I've got a big influence, obviously, from Tony. You spend that much time with somebody that close. Uh, certain things rub off. Uh, very cool. It's always interesting to, for me to hear, you know, the the beginning, the very basics. And I think that, uh, well, for mo- I think I would say that Zig Ziglar is the godfather. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Seth Godin said that everyone, he's de- uh, Zig Ziglar's everyone's dad. Everyone's learned yeah. from him. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but very cool. I think it's uh, super interesting where people started and what they learned from. I like this peak performance, and, and I think we talked about, or when I was looking at your bio, we talk about accountability and a performing at your best. When you, I know there's so much, like we only have a, a short show here, but there's so yeah. much. And when you can think of the very first thing to help people improve their lives, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Get rid of most of it. Everybody tries to dram too much into the same bag. Uh, you can't get everything. You can't have everything. You can have anything, but you've got to decide what that is. You have to have complete clarity on what your objective is. And if you cast too large of a net, you're not going to get any of it. So decide what you want. Absolutely. It, it starts off with figuring out what you want. As a matter of fact, I can share a quick little uh, formula, formula that I discovered in this process. And I'll just shoot that out there. And uh, you know, may have to go back and listen to it twice to uh, capture it all. But I'll just run through it real quick. Uh, first step. Uh, is F. It's it's just like the alphabet, uh, except instead of going A, B, C, D, E, F, we're going to reverse it around. Um, F is the first one. you got to figure out where you're going. Absolute paramount. Get very, very clear on that, uh, that objective. Then you've got to come up with an efficient and an effective plan. Next, you've got to decide, but the decision is an internal decision, and most people don't know about that because you've done it internally, and until you take it to a commitment or the C, and actually have an external commitment where you tell the world you're going to do something. I'm getting ready to run an Ironman this year. Never run an Ironman before. Not a good swimmer. Never rode 100 miles. Uh, and I've never run a marathon. So I've got to figure this stuff out. I've got a ways to go. Maybe you can give me some <laughs> tips along the way, uh, Drew. Uh, but the thing is, uh, last November, I committed to it. I, w- I said, look, my big physical challenge for 2018 is going to be an Ironman. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to get people around me and we're going to figure it out. Uh, so I'm committed and every day I wake up, it's, I don't necessarily want to dive into the pool at 5am, uh, you know, in January and February, but that's what I've committed to. The next one is, and this is the piece that I was missing when I, when I had the, uh, the business failure is, uh, B is for beliefs. You've got to check in with what your beliefs are, what your limiting beliefs are. Are there any conflicting goals or outcomes that you're having? Are there any secondary gains through some of the behaviors that you have? You've got to check into those beliefs. And generally, you need somebody around you that can actually point those out to you because we have a hard time seeing them ourselves. Uh, the next one is action, right? <laughs> Duh, right? we got to start making action. Um, and during this action phase two is we've got to add in accountability real accountability, not where, you know, you and your buddy get together and say, I'll hold you accountable. And then you guys, uh, you know, start uh, down that path. And pretty soon nobody wants to be the bad guy. No one's holding each other accountable. It just becomes kind of a check in, you know, let's feel good group. Um, 
And this whole system or this map that I just gave you actually came from the train system at Atlanta's Hartsfield Airport, the little train that runs between the, the terminals. Uh, and there's another terminal here uh, in Atlanta, which is the T gate. Uh, and T stands for time. Um, and it also stands for tracking, measuring and adjusting. Once you start taking that action, things don't happen overnight. Uh, if you change your diet and start exercising, you don't wake up looking like Lou Ferrigno the next day. Uh, it takes time to get the body that you have. It takes time to get the body that you want. Uh, same thing with in your business, profitability, any area, your relationship. Things don't happen overnight. You've got to put in that time. And we're in a society where people want instant gratification. And if you're ever in the Atlanta Hartsfield Airport, what happens is people think they're already at the end, the baggage claim, right, to pick up their luggage, pick up the gold to get their outcome. And they're at the T gate and they get off. And so often in life, that's what we see, right? We, we're on the track. We've, we've figured out what we want. We came with an efficient plan. We've decided. We've committed. We've got our police systems in check. And then all of a sudden, we spend two days doing it. And it's like, uh, I'm not getting results. Let me go chase that diet. Let me go chase that uh, silver, silver bullet or shiny coin. So that is the ultimate success map done in four minutes. <laughs> I want to know why accountability or why most accountability doesn't work. <laughs> why, why they don't for it comes down to not having an accountability manager. You got to pay somebody to be the tough guy. You got to pay somebody that's going to hold you account. Somebody doesn't care if you like them or doesn't like them. We have a, we have an accountability program and we have two rules. Uh, you either do what you say you're going to do, or you got two exceptions for not doing what you said you were going to do. One, you've been incarcerated for the last 14 days. I'll let you off the hook. Two, you died. <laughs> anything anything else is just an excuse yeah. it's an excuse life happens and when you hire someone to do that for you and they're going to make a commitment to you there there's you know they're paying you or you're paying them to hold you accountable we owe them a responsibility and the responsibility is i don't care what the excuse is there are none except for two and that's all that really matters at the end of the day yeah, you got to get it done. And look, you know, most people don't get what they want because what they're doing is they're they're using they're they're in their life they're running from something not towards something. And it's really easy to move from pain uh, from something that is difficult. You know, when, when people get to the point where they don't like the way their body looks, it usually hits a tipping point where they're like no more. And then what happens is they, they take massive action, right? They start taking care of their diet. They start exercising. And then some will start to lose some weight, start to gain what they want. And they've moved far enough away from the pain where they stop. And then what happens is they start to slowly drift back. And then they're back at that pain again. And they spend their entire lives on this merry-go-round just going up and down, up and down because they're not running towards something. They're still adopting the, the identity of that old self and just trying to get away from the pain. It, it's, it, it's a cycle that needs to be broken. And how do you break and account that? Well, accountability is two things. One is accountability. Have somebody around you that's going to make the tough calls. When Look, I, I've got clients that literally – now, again, I'm a profitability consultant. People hire me generally for the business. They want to make more money in their business. But occasionally people come, look, you've been giving me great results in my business. Can you help me on and my health and my fitness? I'm like, great. What do you want to do? I want to get to this. Great. Send me everything you stick in your mouth. 
I want a picture of everything you stick in your mouth. That's not easy. But when they start sending things, guess what? They think twice because if I see something come across my text that is not something that they should be having, I'm coming down on them. We're going to have a discussion. Why? Try to get to the root behavior of that. So if you have somebody that's watching over you, you know, look, if you were in each of your clients' home every single day and you were looking over them, giving them the eye, they wouldn't take some of the choices that they do. It's about having someone watching over you. The second is the compelling future. You've got to have something that you're running towards. I took a photo of it was in a Dave and Buster's and it was probably 10 years ago. It was my face on this chiseled body and it was kind of just a, a joke. But I have that actually out and I look at that because that is the body that I'm working towards. I'm not there yet, but that is my goal. That's what drives me forward. And so that visualization is something that you use with your clients and something that our listeners could use as well. Absolutely. You know, the, the figure out stage when I started with that F, it's about that vision. What is the vision for your life? I just onboarded a client yesterday, very successful uh, doctor. And I said, OK, we're going to start with what do you want for your, for your life? He goes, well, I thought we were here to talk about my business. I said, why are we going to talk about your business if I don't know what you want for your life? If I create something for you in your business and you get to a destination that's not in alignment with what you want for your life, we failed. I got to know where you're going. What are you trying to create? Making money's easy, but let's make sure that everything is in alignment. So with our listeners here, they need to find out where they want their life to be, where they want their life to go before they can make those real goals to set yourself yes. up for success. Yes, yes, because I'm telling you, and I know this is going to sound really bad, but it, it's just the truth. I, I've known many, many people in my life, uh, and I have, I have some that were uh, clients now that came to me because of this. They made massive amounts of money, and they're miserable because they ended up at a place that they thought was going to give them fulfillment, but it didn't because it was off course. They they jeopardized and they, they destroyed relationships in the, in the process. They destroyed their health in the process. If you end up at the end with a bunch of money and you don't have your health, I'm sorry you lost. If you end up at the end with a bunch of money and you don't have great relationships, you lost. You got to make sure that it, that it's a holistic approach. So when people come to you and they're looking at, they say, I need to make some more money in my business, that's not all they get. <laughs> yeah. that's, no, no, right, because that's, that's the easy part. I mean, that, that's quite, frankly, that's the easy part. But, but here's the thing. If we're going to do that, it's going to take what? It's going to take commitment. It's going to take time. It's going to take execution. If your marriage of your health is not where it needs to be and those are distractions to you, you don't have the energy to perform at your peak, are you going to be able to execute and create as much profitability as you could in your business. No. So we've got to take care of the foundation. The, the, the money, the profitability, all of that is just a result of the foundation that you've built. And health and fitness is one of them. Tell, so tell me why, or just give me a few of, you call them execution killer, killers, maybe your top three, for example, that prevent you from reaching your goals. Uh, yeah. Uh, one is they don't know how to say no. That's, that's a huge one. Uh, it's always yes. It, it, entrepreneurs love opportunity. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Uh, I need you to go to this uh, event. Yeah, sure. I'll do that. Uh, not having a plan. Um, not having uh, an organization to your day, uh, allowing distractions to come in, uh, having a phone that's constantly buzzing and beeping, uh, tracking, measuring, adjusting. You know, they get set on a plan and they're not checking in. They're not keeping score. So they end up after six months, they're way off track and they're just trying to catch up. 
um, motion versus action. People are just doing busy work, but they're not moving that needle towards that goal. Uh, there's a there's a hundred uh, 185 that I've that I've come up with so far. Um, your health is is not in good shape. If you don't have the energy and you're falling asleep in the middle of a day, who's going to execute better? The guy that's sleeping or the guy that's uh, working away? Tell me why you don't like smart goals. And those of us in the in the in the health and fitness, like this is one of the first things they teach you in like a personal training course. To me, it could be some of the most ridiculous parts of setting goals. So I'd love to hear what you think here. All right, good. So instead of smart goals, we believe in simple goals. Make them simple. Should they be specific? Yes. Should they be important? Yes. Do they need to be measurable? Absolutely. They need to be purpose-directed. L, lofty. Man, make your goals limitless. Make them lofty. And the last one is make them exciting. Simple goals with that acronym uh, for those those five, six, uh, six things, six things makes so much more sense to me than smart. You know, does that is smart, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and time bound achievable? Who cares if your goals are achievable or not? It's not about getting to the goal. It's about who we become in the process. Set them big. If you set them and actually hit them, you didn't set them big enough. I never want to hit my goals ever want to hit my goals. Now, I want to hit the actions that are leading me towards my goals, but I want to have goals that are so lofty that it'll take two lifetimes to get there because I love the pursuit. It's not about getting there. Uh, realistic, man, please do not set realistic uh, goals. <laughs> now, set realistic actions that you need to achieve in order to drive you closer to your goals. That's very important. So we say, look, make your goals simple, but make your actions uh, smart. That's important. Every action that you take has to be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. I'm going to do this by this date, and it's going to look like this, and a fifth grader could tell you if you did it or not. You know, I was just reading this morning about setting goal, setting goals, and it was, so there's two differences that this book was explaining. It was set your goals 10% higher or like it's all like that's the business world, right? We're always achieving, trying to achieve yeah. 10% more or 10 times. And for me, the way they explained it made so much more sense that if you set your goals 10 times more instead of 10%, it's completely different. It changes your whole world. So you're in a league of your own. If your goals, if you set your goals 10 times higher, than what you think they should be. Instead of 10%, is, it's nothing. Like if, if we know we can achieve 10% or if we should, then why are we setting that? He told me a story. Um, I don't know who the gentleman is. He was a spiritual advisor and he had he would take CEOs and, and wealthy individuals on these kind of spiritual journeys, trips, Machu Picchu and, and et cetera. And he charged $25,000 a year for his services. And again, kind of linked to the same guy. He said, uh, what if we added a zero? And he goes, $250,000 per person for this, you know, what I do? He goes, yeah, wouldn't that be cool? So the guy did it. He raised his rates to $250,000 and now he has four clients. That would be awesome. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like, he's like, are you kidding me? He goes, I was running around just going, you know, nuts at 25. Now, not everyone's going to be able to afford a quarter million dollars, 
But there are people out there that want that type of service. You know, look, football, right? There's people that enjoy going to the stadium. There's people that enjoy watching it for free on TV. And then there's people that want the skybox. And then there's people that want the skybox. There's always a market out there. You just got to make sure that you're offering it to them. And then for us, we need to raise our we need to raise our bar. That's what you're saying. We need to get to yeah. the next level. Like, why are we looking at 10 percent, or why are we looking at 250? Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, if you want to get to the moon, shoot for Mars. And if you end up short, at least you got to uh, to the moon. You shoot for the moon, you end up short. You're gonna drift. Yeah, I never actually used that analogy any, before. <laughs> right? You're just gonna drift in space because there's nothing there between here and the moon. Thor, before we wrap things up here, I got one more question for you I'm interested in. Yeah. And yeah. it's um, conquering your email box. I think this is a big distraction. <laughs> and, yeah. and for me, when it comes to health and fitness, I think that people are spending time trying to sift through their email box instead of going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> that might be. Yeah. Uh, so the first thing is stop checking email. Don't check email ever again. If you check email, all that is, think about what we just said, check email. You check it and you don't do anything to it. You process email. I process email three times a day. That's it. When I go in there, I don't stop until it's empty. Every single email, something happens to it. It gets deleted. It gets um, deferred if it's gonna take more than two minutes. Very, is there, well, like I'm asking a question, someone's gonna to respond to me. <laughs> Drew, are you familiar with? <laughs> I'll, answer, I'll answer you, Thor. <laughs> Thank you, hey. uh, Are you familiar with Getting Things Done, David Allen? Uh, no, I'm not. All right, so, so check out the book, great book. I, I've, I've put some spins on, on some of the things that he uses, but similar concept. Every single email, something has to happen to it. So if it's going to take two minutes or less, you just knock it out. Just do it. It's going to take more than two minutes. You can defer it and put it into a projects file that you're going to come back to later that day to, to, do, uh, to actually process that particular piece. Um, and this takes about 30 minutes a day. Uh, I'm sorry, 30 minutes each time I sit down to do it. Um, so delete it, delegate it, um, or defer it into a uh, – uh, into a, a file if it's a project-based uh, email. Um, always respond back. And when you respond back to people that they've asked you something, do not leave it back open where you then have to follow back up with them. If someone says, hey, when are you available You know, to talk? I'm available anytime on Thursday. Call me. Here's my cell phone. Don't create this back and forth where it's like this you know, ping pong uh, tournament. Oh, also use an auto scheduler. Very good. If you want to have a conversation with me, great. Here's my auto schedule. Just pick a time and date that works for you. Plug it in. And then we're not going back and forth and doing that uh, ping pong again. So it's all about taking that down to absolute zero each and every time when you have I have one email account, a Gmail account for all of my subscription based emails. If I get a uh, uh, auto uh, what a drip campaign or something in my corporate email account, I know I was not added to that list because I'd never use that email to sign up for newsletters and stuff like that. Uh, and that's something I don't want anymore. I just unsubscribe. Yeah, that's interesting because when I was, when I was thinking about the auto, like you go back and forth that count, the calendar. Oh my gosh. It, it's like the worst thing ever when you're trying to book things in and you go back and forth for weeks or months. <laughs> yeah. So for our listeners out there, one of the best things I did was get a calendar that says, here, these are the times I'm open, book yourself in. If it doesn't work, then 
we'll try something else when the calendar opens up again. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a game changer. It's, and they put all their information in there. Now I actually can uh, zinc, link it to Zoom. So it sends an, a Zoom invite. You know, it's got all the information. We can do a video conference call. Makes it much, much easier. Yeah. Process, don't check. Don't check. And then when you do, you so you said you only look at it three times a day? Yeah. Like 10... Yep. Noon. Uh, no, actually, I, I look at it. Uh, yeah, I look at it really early in the morning when I wake up. I do some uh, advanced planning, get the day uh, set. Then I do a quick uh, process of the email that come, came in overnight, just to make sure there's nothing that's happened. Uh, a guest might be canceling. A client might be have to reschedule, etc. So I am checking first thing or processing. See there, I even said checking, <laughs> processing. Well, Early in the morning and then uh, around noon and then around five. Now, that's not to say I'm out to dinner or something at 930. I'm, I'll look at uh, my email. If there's something in there again, I'll process that um, sometimes a fourth, uh, you know, fourth ch- uh, processing gets uh, thrown in there. But three times is what uh, what's on the calendar. Oh, and by the way, I schedule those times. That is a set time in my calendar. That's not arbitrary. So it says Do you have a reminder that says check. Email oh, now. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I've got, you know, it's kind of funny because my email, I use uh, my calendar really as my guideline for the day. Uh, first thing, I, I know what I'm going to, when I'm going to eat lunch, where I'm going to eat lunch, where I'm going to have dinner, and when I'm going to have dinner. If I'm going out to a restaurant, this is one of my hacks for, for <laughs> staying in shape. Seriously, because what happens is you go to a restaurant, right? It's like you want to hear the specials. Damn right, I want to hear the specials. What do you got? You know, <laughs> bring it. That's right. After a long day, you want bread? Damn right, I want bread. Bring two baskets of bread, right? So I, I decided that making a decision at the end of the day of what to eat at a restaurant that smells great is probably not the best strategy for me. So I said, look, if I'm going with a client and we're going out to this particular restaurant, I look at the menu online and I pick out my meal. So when I get there and the waiter goes, do you know what you want? Yes, I picked it out at 6 a.m. this morning. It's not the fanciest or the fat, most fattening on the menu, but this is what I decided to do. Yeah, that's a great idea. I was just talking to someone about how our decisions get more challenging as the day goes on. So we're, we're Of course. Working yeah, on these- I'm yeah, we all make great decisions, right? At six a at six a.m., you're making good decisions. At six o'clock at night, you're making bad decisions. If you're out at midnight drinking tequila, you're making really bad decisions. <laughs> no question. <laughs> I got to wrap things up here, Thor. Do you have a morning yeah. routine? If you do, could you explain it in about thirty to forty-five seconds? Yeah, yeah. For, first thing is, I don't jump out of bed. I take my time. Uh, it's a starts with a a short prayer. Uh, and then almost a, a takeoff of that, which is almost a Boy Scout uh, pledge. I promise to do my best to do my duty t- and to execute today. Um, and it just kind of starts the day. And I, so I, I kind of I move. I get up at 459, but I just it's not right out of bed. It's a, it's a moment of gratitude, a, a quick prayer uh, where I feel settled and getting ready for the day. Um, and then uh, come in and I check email fairly early just because I want to make sure there's any uh, change in the calendar. I set the calendar and then I'm off to the races. Awesome. And then, Thor, I don't want you to feel rushed, but tell us, share with us yeah. where you're at and where we can reach you or maybe some some details for listeners that want more information about yourself. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. So first of all, ThorConklin.com is the website. All social media is Thor Conklin. I'm fortunate to have a unique name, so it, I'm not difficult to find. I did find a pit bull once on social media that had the same name. I was like, that's pretty cool. I got a pit bull <laughs> named after me. 
what I do want to give your listeners, though, if anybody is struggling with something in their personal life or in their business, shoot me an email at Thor at ThorConklin.com. And I will send you back a personal email with a four-step process to absolutely eliminate that issue or at the very least greatly reduce it so it's no longer a big issue. And it takes a little bit of time. Oh, and 50 words or less on those. No stories, please. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. That was an absolute pleasure. That was like a a flurry, a a mad rush of all kinds. I know. I love that. I love that pace. (laughs) (laughs) So much great content, great value. Thank you so much for sharing your time and expertise with us today, Thor. Man, thanks, brother. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and sticking around till the end. Again, I love that interview. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got something out of it. Thor had so much information to share with us. There's got to be something that we can implement or that you can implement in your lives today, which is something that we pride ourselves in this show is taking action, which Thor actually mentioned in the, in the interview. All past shows are going up on exploringmindandbody.com. If you ever miss a show you can go back and check them out there don't forget to download our free app on any apple device so you can download the show and take it with you wherever you go and more details as to what we have going on at trueformlife.com this is where we do more meal planning recipes grocery shopping lists and at home fitness routines if you'd like to check out our monthly membership the first month is one dollar exclusively for our listeners here on exploring mind and body if you'd like to check that out and come on in to see what we have going on just send us a message at trueformlife.com and we'll get back to you and set you up with success to what we do. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.